0: In 2008, Physician Assistants provided medical care for 257 million patient visits and prescribed 332 million medications. Physician Assistants have been delivering high-quality, low-cost health care and providing access to care for patients in rural and underserved communities for over 40 years. For millions of Americans, a Physician Assistant is their most familiar primary care provider. The PA profession, since its inception, has adapted to meet the ever-changing needs of the U.S. healthcare care system, and we are prepared to play a key role in the future of healthcare care reform. You're listening to ReachMDXM 160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, your host, and with me today is Steve Hansen, physician assistant and president of the American Academy of Physician Assistants, the AAPA. Today, we are discussing physician assistance and health care reform. Hi, Steve. Welcome to ReachMD.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, Lisa.
0: Our pleasure. Steve, your term as AAPA president began right in the midst of congressional activity on health care reform. Tell us, why is health care reform so important to the AAPA?
1: Well, I have to tell you, Lisa, it has just been a whirlwind year beginning in 2009. You know, congressional consideration of health care reform is relatively rare, and it's critical that the AAPA engage in the current debate and encourage the involvement of the PA profession in the development of national health care policy. We've always had a long history of advocating on behalf of affordable, cost-effective quality care for all Americans, and this is time to make that policy a reality. You know, the AAPA's mission requires that we're engaged in this debate at the highest possible level. The debate is the vehicle for the Academy to speak out on patient-centered health care, as well as the critical and growing role of PAs in delivering high-quality medical care. And, you know, it's a big problem to me. None of us can ignore the fact that we don't have a sustainable health care system in the USA. We spend too much of our nation's resources on health care without an equitable return in better health outcomes. The U.S. spends far more than any other nation on health care, yet ranks 37th in the world on health care outcomes. By 2025, the Congressional Budget Office projects that the U.S. healthcare care spending under the status quo will reach 25% of our nation's gross domestic product. We at the AAPA really have no alternative but to engage vigorously in health care reform.
0: So what are the Academy's goals through health care reform legislation?
1: Well, we are committed to working with the Obama administration and Congress to enact health care reform legislation that meets the needs of the patient and encompasses the Academy's healthcare reform principles. These include access to quality, affordable cost effective care for all Americans, the use of evidence-based medicine, physician-directed teams of healthcare providers, optimal utilization of primary care, emphasis on health promotion and disease prevention, medical liability reform that treats both patients and providers equitably, and encourages healthcare professionals to apologize for an adverse reaction without increasing risk, and sustainable financial and payment mechanisms that take into account comparative effectiveness information. Additionally, AAPA has very specific goals related to the PA profession's role in healthcare reform. The AAPA believes that PAs are a critical part of the healthcare workforce and an integral component of a meaningful healthcare reform plan. This requires we have to invest in an expanding PA workforce through Title VII of the Public Health Services Act Health Professions Program and through graduate medical education. This includes funding for outpatient educational settings, which is a big problem in PA and medical education. We need to resolve current barriers to care by PAs in Medicare, Medicaid, and the Federal Workers' Compensation Act. And lastly, we need to fully integrate PAs into new models of care allowing PAs to develop care plans, provide care, and coordinate care in medical homes and chronic care management practices. I have to be honest with you, though. Are we going to achieve every one of these goals? Probably not. But we have the capacity to make a very meaningful contribution and to increase the ability of PAs to provide quality medical care.
0: That is definitely a full plate. So what has the Academy been doing to accomplish these goals?
1: We've been extremely active since I became president and as president elect. We've challenged the AAPA membership to become engaged in health care reform, and we've provided the tools to help make that happen. For example, a revamped AAPA Legislative Action Center, a toll free AAPA hotline to Capitol Hill, weekly distribution of the AAPA Advocacy Connection, bi monthly conference calls, and the rollout of a new grassroots key contact system called GAIN, Grassroots Advocacy and Information Network, and we regularly have targeted calls for action. We've also created a special August mobilization initiative to encourage PAs to meet and communicate with their legislators during this important August recess. Our federal affairs staff has literally met with every health staff of senators and representatives who sit on the five House and Senate committees with jurisdiction on health care reform as well as the committee staff of House and Senate leadership offices. The AAPA has also met with House and Senate coalitions with interest in health care, such as the Blue Dog Democrats, the House and Senate Rural Health Coalition, and the Tuesday Republican Group. We held an AAPA briefing on Capitol Hill and have participated in other briefings. AAPA has drafted legislative recommendations for staff on Capitol Hill and has reviewed and commented on each health care reform proposal released thus far in the House and Senate. Most recently, our AAPA leadership has met with high-level members of the Obama Administration in the Office of Management and Budget and the White House Office of Health Reform. We have engaged AAPA members in numerous presentations throughout the nation. Currently, I've personally challenged all AAPA leadership to meet with their legislators during this important August recess. We've also reached out to the media. AAPA has placed ads for healthcare reform in such publications as Congressional Quarterly, CQ Today, and Roll Call. We've also held many briefings with healthcare reporters. We've honed our message on the importance of patient-centered medical care, and we've delivered it strategically and often.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Steve Hansen, physician assistant and president of the American Academy of Physician Assistants, the AAPA. We are discussing physician assistance and health care reform. So, Steve, what's the current status of healthcare care reform?
1: Well, so far, four of the five House and Senate committees with jurisdiction on health reform These are the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions, as well as the House Committees on Education and Labor, Energy and Commerce, and Ways and Means have marked up health care reform legislation. Right now, the staffs of the three House Committees are merging the various bills into one. The Senate Finance Committee is expected to release its health care reform plan, and we're monitoring this extremely closely at the AAPA.
0: What's the outlook for the AAPA's goals?
1: That is a good question it's still too early to tell how AAPA's principles on universal coverage, affordability, etc., will be addressed in health care reform legislation. Certainly, the Obama administration and Congress share similar principles. But, as we all know, the devil is in the details. And legislation is based on compromise. We can expect much compromise in the weeks and months ahead. On PA-specific issues, I'm happy to report that we've done very well. The Senate HELP bill included a 15% carve-out for PA educational programs through reauthorization of Public Health Services Act Health Provisions Program. Additionally, the bills marked up thus far all recognize the role of PAs in providing quality medical care and integrate PAs into the medical home and chronic care management models of care. We came very close to addressing two Medicare issues in the Energy and Commerce Committee markup of health care reform specifically allowing PAs to order skilled nursing facility care and providing hospice care. But the amendment was not allowed because of technical issues. Still, there are supporters who are working to include the two PA Medicare provisions in the final House bill. We will continue to work with the Senate Finance Committee on all of these issues.
0: Has the AAPA endorsed any specific health care reform bills?
1: Lisa, this is a common question from our members, and the answer is no. The AAPA has not endorsed any of the House or Senate health care reform bills. The Academy has, however, endorsed legislative language that's been included in some of the bills regarding the medical home, chronic care management, health and wellness, limited English proficiency, a limiting health care disparities, etc. We've also supported inclusion of PA-specific language to health care reform. If we achieve our legislative goals with health care reform, it will make health care more accessible and affordable. And this is good for America and the patients who give purpose to our lives. What's your
0: take on the angry reaction that some members of Congress have faced at the town hall meetings?
1: Well, I have several reactions. I've been on the phone with my own congressperson, Kevin McCarthy. There are a lot of citizens out there that are angry and frightened about the economy and what's going on in government. And I think it goes beyond health care reform. I think it a lot has to do with there's a lot coming down the pipe all at the same time when you look at the bailouts of financial markets, insurance, automotive industry, and let alone the stimulus package, I think the town hall meetings are a huge wake-up call that at least one stakeholder in healthcare reform, that is, the American public, has not gotten enough information about healthcare reform. It's also clear that some consumers have received downright incorrect information about the plans, for example, the euthanasia panels, et cetera. We really need to do a better job of educating the American public about what's at stake and what the health care reform legislation actually does. If we're successful at this, I think we can ultimately gain broader public support for health care reform and will ultimately enact better legislation.
0: So let's talk about physician assistants communicating to Congress. And I want to go back to something you said earlier about the AAPA's campaign and all that they've been doing. And I know my email box has just been full of things from the AAPA. And and I have to say they've done a tremendous job of making it very easy Uh, attaching everything you need, letting you know who you need to call, what you need to do. And recently, there was a letter-writing campaign to President Obama and the White House, and it seemed to be very successful. Do you know the outcome of that letter-writing campaign?
1: I was simply amazed, Lisa. We had a speech in front of the AMA, House of Delegates, where President Obama failed to include physician assistants in the three providers' who were at the point of the sword of delivering health care to Americans. And within 36 hours, we had generated over 7,000 letters to the White House. We were recently invited to the White House. Uh, We met with Zeke Emanuel, uh, Rahm Emanuel's brother. And he specifically, the first thing that he said was to reassure us that PAs are included in every health reform legislation. And then recently, President Obama did mention PAs, I believe, in front at the speech at the Children's Hospital. And so that was positive. And this just points out what's important for us to do right now. All AAPA members, and I include all PAs in this, we need to take advantage of every single tool that the AAPA has. We have the Legislative Action Center. We talked about the mobilization plan to meet with your representative in your home district. We have the AAPA hotline. We need people to phone, email, and meet directly with federal legislators and their staff who are important, too, on the Academy's goal. AAPA has longstanding healthcare reform principles, and we want to integrate PAs in a reformed healthcare system.
0: Let's talk about what they need. So if I'm a PA and I call and I get a meeting with my congressman, what should I talk
1: about? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to contact the federal affairs staff at the AAPA, but the easiest thing to do is to go to aapa.org, click on the advocacy box, And all of the tools and talking points are right at your fingertips so that you know to talk about all of the barriers to physician-led teams, et cetera. It is critical that we give a consistent message as PAs, and we've discussed that a lot. On the aapa.org website and the advocacy page are talking points that you can use. You can print out a two-page set of talking points, and it provides you with the detailed information that you need for meeting with your legislator or their staff. One thing I want to add, Lisa... The federal affairs staff has been meeting with the representatives, they've been meeting with the staff of representatives, and they tell me that there's a lot of goodwill for the PA profession on Capitol Hill. And that's because the PA message on health care reform is always a patient-centered message. I encourage PAs to continue to do that good work and to continue to focus on the needs of patients. After all, patients are the reason for the existence of the PA profession.
0: So how will the AAPA ultimately evaluate health care reform legislation?
1: The AAPA will use its healthcare reform principles and existing public policy as the yardstick in evaluating healthcare reform legislation. Will the legislation be perfect? Most likely not, but we'll make every effort to influence the development of legislation that mirrors AAPA's public policy objectives and fully utilizes physician assistance.
0: Well, Steve, we want to thank you for coming on the show, and this is an important term for you, and we look forward to supporting you and a very positive outcome for PAs everywhere.
1: I really appreciate the time, Lisa, and again, would want to encourage PAs everywhere to make their voices heard.
0: Thank you. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 160, the channel for medical professionals please visit our website at reachmd.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. And thanks for listening.